Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. To leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. Lincoln, 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 bo bingan, banana, pineapple, bingan, feet, fine, mo minkan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show till one o'clock this afternoon. It's Friday. Yes, the weekend is here. And I'm still trying to get used to going to a bingo game on a Saturday. I'm still trying to, you know, I'm saying, I hope I don't forget forget to go to the game. I don't think I will, but still, Saturday is just strange to be playing you know, football. Yeah. And it's not college football, but anyway, so yeah, Saturday Bengals one o'clock. If you're not going, the game will be on channel nine where nine stands for news, where nine is on your side, where nine is your hometown station. Yes. Coney Island. Oh man. Coney Island is closing down. And I'm not really sad about it. You know, for years, you could even swim in the sunlight pool. Black folks couldn't swim at Coney Island. To, uh, 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 Marion Spencer got on them and protest, did a picket out in front of the place, set up picket lines and everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, no lost love between me and Coney Island because it took years before they would let black folks swim in that uh, sunlight uh, pool there. Yeah, so uh, all I can say is good riddance, you know. They, oh, it's been around since 1879 uh, or whatever. Yeah, but blacks couldn't go. And I'm not sure when they start letting blacks in to ride. I'm not sure, but I know uh, when I did go out there, that one ride called the Shooting Star. And today's by today's standards, it was a small roller coaster, but I thought that thing was the biggest ever. I mean, I was a young kid, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, ten, eleven, and you know, I thought it was a big deal. The shooting star, man. But by today's standards, it, it was nothing. When I look back on it, it was very small. Yes, especially to uh, that ride they had down at Disney, uh, called the Rock and Roll Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh my goodness. That's one ride. I, I had to close my eyes. I thought my, my, I thought my eyeballs were going to fall out. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, Coney Island closing and we, they're going to put another music venue there. And uh, do we need another music venue here in Cincinnati? And it's the same people who got the Andrew Brady Music Center and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Do we need that? I guess we do. 
just when the Paul Brown Stadium folks said, we want to have more concerts at Paul Brown Stadium, they go out and get ready to build another one out at Coney Island. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But uh, after, I think, uh, Christmas Eve, I mean, New Year's Eve will be its last day. And it'll be closed. Put an amphitheater in there, which, you know, don't sound too bad. As long as we can get some um, acts that black folks like to go to and things like that. I remember, remember when they were remodeling Music Hall, doing all this extensive remodeling, and I said then, you know, uh, will black promoters be able to have events there? Oh, yes, we're going to welcome all promoters, all type of events. And how many events have you been to, other than uh, the uh, uh, Gospel Roots, which the orchestra is involved in that, Gospel Roots, and think this you can count them on one hand, the concerts that you've attended at Music Hall, where the symphony orchestra didn't have anything to do with it. Have you been to any comedy shows at Music Hall lately? I don't think so. They priced it out of the market for the little small black promoters. It's priced out of the market. That's my take on that. I want to get your comments if you have any on that one right there at 749-1230. Uh, the, business that, the businesses at the banks trying to figure out why are we having all this violence down here? Uh, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, record number high of shootings of all places at the banks. I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to go to the banks for anything. I may go down there three times a year, maybe. I definitely don't go opening day. You can't even move down there on opening day. And I don't even go over that way when the Bengals play. I'm over on the uh, sort of west side of the stadium, the Longworth Hall, and then you go in on the west side, and that's pretty much it for me. But it's some shady folks hanging out at the banks lately here with all these shootings that are going on down there. And and the shootings occur right next to the uh, police station. You got a police station right down there, a substation at the banks, and they're still shooting. They don't care. Yeah. One of the uh, patrons at the banks they interviewed, she says, I'm concerned uh, the banks are getting there uh, with the banks getting increasing shootings. And we'll probably leave here a little bit earlier than usual. Yeah. She says, because of the shootings, I think after midnight, it's not safe as it should be. And so this person's going to head back out to the uh, suburbs, maybe. Or maybe she just lives in Hyde Park or Oakley somewhere. Who knows? But she is uh, worried about the shootings that happened between 11.27 p.m. and 3.35 a.m. Now, why are they still down there? You know, the bars closed at 2, you know, the last call at 2, 2.30 what are they still there at 335? Why are they still at the banks? You know something's getting ready to happen. 
So that's what's going on with the banks. Well, the last place you would expect to see a lot of shootings. The Joe Burrow Foundation is warning people that impersonators are out there attempting to solicit money on their behalf. You know, that's somebody got a scam for everything, you know? And so now somebody's going around pretending that they're the Joe, they're with the Joe Burrow Foundation and uh, they're getting money from unsuspecting individuals. <laughs> yes. Uh, they say, we want to clarify that neither Joe Burrow nor the Joe Burrow Foundation will ever ask for money through di- direct messages, emails, or any other platform, the foundation said. Yeah. So if somebody sends you an email telling you they're the Joe Burrow Foundation and they need money, it's a scam. Don't buy it. Don't believe it. I'm telling you. It's crazy. Especially around the holiday season, the scams are running rampant. Let me tell you. Man. All right, we got a lot more stuff going on. Jonathan Majors, I was watching his trial, and I think if I had to bet on whether he would be found guilty or not guilty, I would say he's going to be found guilty. I'm just, unless he's got some big fans on the jury, I don't know. But uh, he wants, she recorded him. She went out with her girls, and she knew he was going to be ticked off when she got back. So she turned on her phone and recorded him. And oh, he was telling her all kind of stuff, you know, uh, how great he was and how he wanted her to be like uh, a Coretta Scott King and, and, and Michelle Obama. He wanted her to be like that because he's a great man. You know, he was a oh boy. He was laying into her. She said, I'm sorry. I went out. I'm sorry. I went out. Oh, man, it's uh, unbelievable. And they showed pictures of a cut behind her ear. It was bleeding and all kind of stuff. So I just got a feeling uh, with all this, he's so great stuff that he's going to be found guilty. I'm just, that's just my opinion. Jonathan Majors. Unbelievable. I went to see Color Purple last night. And I thought it was pretty good. I really didn't like it. I thought they did a Great job uh, with the musical and the dancing. The singing was fantastic. Taraji P. Henson, she was great. Fantasia, I was, I mean, I didn't know Fantasia was that good of an actress. She did a pretty good acting job to be new at it. I'm telling you. What did you think, Miss Raven? Did you think uh, it was okay? Your, your, your grandmother seemed to like it. She told me she enjoyed it. I, I don't know. She really liked it. Yeah, it was a good movie. I don't. It was a lot of like parts where you didn't expect to laugh, but it was funny. But um, <laughs> I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yes, yes. And it's definitely a musical. It's not like the original. It is a musical. Right, right. Yeah, it's a musical. But I mean, the parts in there that they're acting and not singing and dancing, they were really good. They were really good. I tell you, they were. You told Harpo to beat me. That's a. That's a line that will always <laughs> stay out there but uh and uh miss seeley and uh uh, uh Suge, they had their moments too <laughs> yes 
So you got to check it out. It comes in theaters on East, on Christmas, Christmas Day. And I'm sure by now, most of the theaters that's carrying it is probably sold out all day. I'm pretty sure. But it was pretty good. And uh, so a lot of people, uh, Elaine Patterson, who won tickets, she was there. And just a host of other people were there. Uh, Tierra Powell was there. And let's see, who else did I see there that I know? A couple other people there who listened to the buzz. Uh, it was another lady that's on Facebook Live. I can't remember her name. She was on there. Uh, but it was a great time. Oprah did a pretty good job. The acting was excellent. The scenery was beautiful. You know, it was it was just great. It was great. The color, purple, you got to see it. Got to see it. All right, let's see. Where are we? Got a couple of more stories before we go to break. By the way, my phone number is 513-749-1230. 513-749-1230. We told you they were going to vote on it, and they voted on it yesterday. Hamilton County Commissioners voted to approve $39 million uh, toward the upgrades at Paul, I mean, I mean, at Paycor uh, Field. Yeah. Paycor Stadium. So, $39 million in upgrades, new club level seats, uh, expanding the uh, area around Paul Brown. I, mean, I keep saying Paul Brown. Paycor Stadium uh, to the banks, that area there. They're going to improve that area and uh, just a lot of other stuff. So, $39 million. And the Bengals threw in uh, $30 million also. So, that's a good thing. And the commission has pretty much said, that shows that they plan on staying here in Cincinnati. And did anybody see that debacle on TV uh, last night, that football game? Was it a football game? I can't even remember the final score. I turned away. When I turned away, it was like uh, 49 to 7 or something. I think they ended up getting like 60 points, did they? I think they did. But, oh, my goodness. You talk about a sleeper. Jeez. That uh, the Chargers, they they need to revamp their entire team because they look like uh, a uh, Mid American Conference team playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Um, yep, Marion Spencer. She was saying, you know, she's the one who. Tried to get let you know get her kids to swim out at Coney Island, and they told her no because they were black. And uh, she tells us, uh, "Boy, I wish you was still around so she could tell us that story. How she called up there, and uh, the whole bit, and that's what started the movement to uh, picket in front of Coney Island. And eventually, they finally." I don't know exactly what year it was, but they finally let black folks come in there and swim. But it was it took a fight. It was a battle to make it happen. That's why there's no love lost between me and Coney Island. So if it's gone, guess what? It's gone. Remember the Texas high school kid who had his hair braided up to, to uh, satisfy the rules of how long your hair could be? But that wasn't good enough for the school. They wanted him to cut it. I don't care if it's put up, pin up, 
braided up. We want your hair not to exceed this length. And so now it looks like he's not going to be able to go back to regular school the entire year. And even his friends and relatives are telling him, look, cut your hair and come on back to school. It's not worth it. But he's sticking to his guns and he refuses to cut his hair and he'll probably be in um, suspension for the rest of the year. I don't know. I think the kids just go ahead, cut your hair, just cut it and move on. Go, go on with your life. And when you get out of that school, let it grow back. And I just say he should go ahead and cut. I know there's some people he need to stick to his principles. He need to. Uh, yeah. I know. Come on. At some point, you just have to move on. I can see if he just had like a, a like a giant afro or something like that, and yeah. he could just cut it and he grow it back. But he has locks, Lincoln. It's different. He can't just cut them off and grow them back next year. Like he doesn't put some time into them locks. Well, when it comes to you know your education, and we don't even know whether he's gonna be moved up to the next to the next grade next year. I, I guess he's a senior now, but what? Just, I, I don't know if it's worth it what he's going through. I don't even know if it's, is he going to even be able to graduate, walk with his class? Probably not unless he cuts his hair. And like I say, I, I think he can. Uh, but if he's prepared to make that choice, if he's prepared, because it, it, it don't sound like he, he going to miss nothing for real, for real. Like he's not going to be in class with his friends, but if he can still get his work done and make his grades and he still want to stand on that principle, I'm not mad at him. Well, see, I don't know. I See, again, then again, I don't know how that works when you're in, the suspension is that going to affect your regular schoolwork, and it probably will. You're not going to be able. Assumption that you're making. Uh, first of all, you're probably in suspension with some other kids. You got one teacher, and I just don't see you, you being able to keep up with your regular class in a situation like that. But we'll see. A Mississippi boy was given uh, three months probation. He's ten years old. And he was urinating right behind his mother's car. And the cops saw him. And they were just going to, the, the first cop that got there was going to just let him go with a warning. Hey, you can't urinate outside like this. But it was right. He was trying to, you know, do it behind his mother's car. But anyway, the first cop was going to let him. Then a lieutenant shows up on the scene and wanted to, you know, show off, I guess. He ends up taking this 10-year-old kid into the police station and actually putting him behind bars, putting him in a cell for urinating outside of his mother, uh, on the, in the back of his mother's car on the outside there. And uh, that's just, they just wanted to get this kid in the system. And it's, this is probably going to hunt him forever. Yeah. Uh, he received uh, three months probation and must write a two-page paper on Kobe Bryant following his arrest for urinating uh, behind his mother's vehicle. That's what the judge finally ended up giving him. But um, they're saying the officer went overboard when they actually took him down to the police station and put him in a jail cell. Unbelievable. It's, it's going to ruin. This kid's going to be traumatized forever. With that situation. All right. Let's. Uh, oh, yeah. The. Oh, I'm late. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. Lincoln Ware with you. 1230. The Buzz. 
<laughs> uh oh. Where did she pull that one out from? Yeah, one of my favorite Supremes songs. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon, 749-1230, That's my number if you want to jump on board, and uh, we'll talk about all the issues that are going on out there. Man, it's a lot of stuff happening around the tri-state, the nation, and the world, and I don't know, the closing down of Coney Island, that was a shock to everybody, I think. Nobody saw that one coming. Yeah, but it's been around for over 100 years. Over 100 years. It's been there. And I guess it's about time. But I never, all the years, I never did swim in that pool, sunlight pool. I never did swim in there. Never did. Never had the urge to go swimming out at Coney Island. All right. Uh, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to Miss Nettie. Miss Nettie, how you doing today? I am doing wonderful. Greetings to you from beautiful Lincoln Heights. And to First Lady Sharon Ware, thank you. She got me a book. <laughs> okay. Right. And to Raven Mundy. And to the real Terrence Howard. I just want to say... Oh, my God, I've never been to Coney Island. And all these years? I was thinking about it because, well, we were barred away from there. So <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. But I just say I enjoy, oh, my God, I just enjoy talking and listening to the people. And this is a wonderful thing. And I want to send a shout-out to Joe Mallory and his beautiful bride. And I want to send a shout-out to Dr. Brent Williams and his beautiful bride and staff. Okay. God bless you. Oh, and Melvin wants to say hello to you. All right. Saying hello to you. Tell Frog I said hi. Oh, Frog, he said hi. <laughs> tell Mr. Tell Mr. I said hi. You <laughs> can tell Mr. <laughs> you need to be quiet. If you see the don't color purple, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't you start nothing. Don't you start nothing. With the color purple, did you say Nettie? <laughs> All right, God bless. Yeah, Nettie. When they mentioned Nettie's name, I was like, oh, that's Miss Nettie. Yeah, that's me. All right. (laughs) All right. You have a blessed and beautiful day. And to everybody out there. All right. Send my love to you and have a wonderful holiday. However you agree to celebrate it. God bless. All right. Thanks for your call. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. 749-1230. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, you got to see Color Purple all the music, all the songs were great songs. They all sounded good. Makes you, you know, bounce your head with the music. I don't know, but I don't know. People, they were la- I think they were laughing at Sierra. What were they laughing at at the end, Raven? I, did I miss something? Is she there? Is she even listening? Raven. Oh, okay. Did I miss anything? Why were they laughing at the end? Me and Don Juan was trying to figure that out. Because it was Sierra and like what Don Juan said is he thinks that because of so many other like strong singers in the movie and then Sierra just popped up out of nowhere. (laughs) But I don't know. I felt like she made a good fit. I I thought so. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. 
I thought that was pretty good. I, I didn't. I, I'm like, why are they laughing? I wasn't what? sure. I ain't gonna lie to you. It did kind of get on my nerves because yeah. it felt like such a like a pivotal moment in the movie. Like, why are y'all laughing? Yeah, at this part? But, I know it. I know it. It's it has when, something to do with Sierra, though. When she saw her grandkids or kids and her grandkids, and I thought, you know, and, yeah, it, it was kind of. I ain't gonna lie. It was kind of annoying to me. But, yeah, hey, you can't stop nobody. From I'm like, did I miss something here? What am I missing? Why are they laughing? I couldn't understand it. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. And uh, the Bengals take on the Vikings this weekend. And, of course, we need to win. Bengals need to win without a doubt. A loss here is it's pretty much over. Pretty much over. We need to win and we need some help. We need some other people to beat some teams that are tied with us. I got a feeling Cleveland should probably win this week. Cleveland will win. I think the Ravens will win. Uh, Pittsburgh, I'm not sure about them. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, boy. Uh, let's go to JB. JB, how you doing today? Pretty good, Mr. Ware. Hey, well, turn I your was, radio down. Was, JB, turn, turn your man. radio down. Turn your radio down. Yeah. Hold on just a minute. <laughs> when I was when I was a kid, man, my, my aunt took me out to um, Coney Island to go swimming, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had never been, been out there, and I thought it was just such a thrill. And she said, you know, they don't allow black people to come out of here much. But we went anyway, and I got to swim, and I thought it was a big deal. You know, I came back and told all my friends and stuff, hey, man, I went to Coney Island, and I went swimming. They was like, big deal. You could have went to South Island, <laughs> deal. Right. <laughs> the only thing, it was just a big pool. That's all. Yeah, it was a, a big, big pool. pool. Yeah. It was and, a big uh, pool, you know. And I thought it was such such a bit. You know, I thought it was something smooth, man. I I had never been to a swimming pool that big in my yeah. life. Yeah. But when they came on TV and said they was closing it down and going to make a a big thing for concert goers, I'm like, well, what concert goers will go there? Because they really don't have concerts for everybody that goes. You know, yeah. they, they mainly have concerts downtown for that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Don't, I, you know, then you got Riverbend right out there, the PNC yeah. Pavilion. You got PNC all those Pavilion, other venues. Right. So I just don't know. You know, is it going to be a waste of money or what? I don't know. I thought maybe, I don't know. What we'll see what I, I happens. It'll be a waste. I think it'll be a waste of money. Yeah. Unless they're going to have concert after concert coming there. <laughs> I you don't know. know. We'll we'll have to wait and see what kind of lineup they have. But I can guarantee yeah. you, is going the lineups with people like us will be far and few between. Far and few. Yep, you can say that again. <laughs> far and few. Because <laughs> yes. ain't nobody going to drive down that far to go to a concert unless it's somebody you really want to go see or hear. Well, the last time I was at PNC Pavilion, I went to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, yeah. I was down at that doing that, too. So it was a pretty good concert, but I'm yes. like, yes. well, what can you say? All right. Yeah. JB, I, uh, thanks for your call. Thank you, Mr. Ware. All right. And JB... Uh, and he wouldn't have been able to swim in that pool if it hadn't been for Marion Spencer, the late Marion Spencer, who was determined to let her boys swim in that pool.
And she told him she wasn't going to take no for an answer. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to Brenda. Brenda, I think this is the Brenda whose son was up at the penitentiary. Brenda? Go to break. Oh, is it time for break? Okay, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk to Brenda. Brenda, hold on. We'll get to you. We'll get the details on your son and his uh, surgery from prison. 1230, The Buzz. Never give up. 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. It's Lincoln Ware till 1 on a Friday. And uh, the Williamsburg Apartments owner, the guy that was sued by the city of Cincinnati, has entered a plea of guilty to one to a $165 million mortgage fraud conspiracy in federal court. Yeah. Said he uh, engaged in a conspiracy to fraudulently obtain more than $165 million in loans and fraudulently acquire real estate properties. This is the same guy that owns the Williamsburg Apartments. Unbelievable. And they say this, uh, this, this uh, guilty plea in federal court does not... Uh, affect the Cincinnati lawsuit. Of course, the uh, Fannie Mae is, uh, has filed a foreclosure case against him. And I think that's probably going to be the best route for them to foreclose on it and some have a, a sale and somebody else buy it. And, and with the promise of fixing it up, and I'm sure it might come down to the residents having to move out of there. It might come to that. I don't know, but if I were living in the Williamsburg, I'd probably be, looking at uh, another place to move because things don't look bright over at the Williamsburg. At some point, everybody in there may end up having to move. But the owner uh, entered a plea of guilty to a $165 million mortgage fraud in federal court. Man, unbelievable. All right, let's get back to the phones. Uh, we were getting ready to go to Brenda before break. Hey, Brenda, how are you? Hello. Hi, Lincoln. Um, and now, hold on. Let me so let me much. set this up. Hold, oh, Brenda, hold on. Let me set it up, people, uh, so people know what's going on here. Uh, you uh, contacted me earlier this week about your son. You said he had a, uh, I guess, a protruding hernia or something yes, like that. Yes. And he was in dire pain and and they wouldn't give him treatment at the prison we called cecil thomas he got the uh i guess the the go between the liaison between the prison and the uh, uh state representatives she contacted the prison they said your son was saying he was okay there's nothing wrong now yes. but there was something wrong so how did that get confused there him saying there was nothing wrong with him that the prison was just lying we we talked to a Roberta uh, Murphy, and they really didn't. They just took out part of his intestines. They didn't even do the whole surgery. She said they would do that at a later date. A whole lot of medical terminology was used. I have a recording of it, and um, they just he's still in ICU. 
Wow. Man. So all that stuff was that the prison was lying because the, the uh, Cecil Thomas says his person was saying, oh, he says he's all right, he's doing fine. Right. But he wasn't. He was on his deathbed. So okay, so at so what much. point, so, so she had the doctors go in and take a look at him? Is that what happened? Yes, they, had a, they took an x-ray from the prison, and, and they rushed him out to, to a, a Madison Hospital, but it was like a little hospital, so they sent him to Ohio State uh-huh. for the surgery. Wow, I tell you. Well, man, I'm telling you, 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 I guess you knew things weren't right with your son, because I say, well, maybe he just don't want her to worry. I, I didn't know why they were telling you he said he was okay. I don't know why they were telling you that. Oh, no. My son, he told me. He, he cried out to me, and I knew. That's why I didn't give up. I, I was going through everything I had to to get him in the hospital because he would have died. Wow. Okay, well, I'm glad we were able to help you uh, come to, you know, get some help for your son because, like, he, he would probably be dead now. Yes, if, he uh, would. Yeah. Yes, he would. Thank you so much. Unbelievable. All right. Brenda, thank you for calling, and uh, let us know how your son is getting along. All righty. Thank you. All right. Okay. There you go. Case closed. And she was determined to get some help. She was waiting outside the station for me. She was that determined. And I called Cecil Thomas right there on the spot, right outside the station, and she was right there. I put him on speaker. She talked to him, and uh, we got the ball rolling. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, yeah, they were just lying. I can't believe they were lying to her like that. Just lying. All right. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230, The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Brother's going to work it out. Goldie, Goldie, the Mac of the Year. Does it get any better than Willie Hutch? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I don't know whether um, I Choose You or that song was the best song on that album. I don't know. I think I like I Choose You. That was pretty good. But the Mac. Hey, Cincinnati seniors, does your doctor regularly reach out to you, check in on you? Huh? I don't think so. Do they, uh, you know, if you, you're sick, can you just walk into the office and make an appointment to see your doctor? Uh, probably not. Do you have your doctor's cell phone number? The answer to that, probably not. Well, at dedicated senior medical centers, all those things is a big yes. Oh, yeah. A big yes. You need to pick up the phone and call 513-572-5757 and set up a tour. They'll give you a little tour around, show you all the facilities, show you, you know, the doctor's offices uh, where you can do the extra activities like line dancing and Bible study, uh, aerobics and yoga and all those things available right there at Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Oh, yeah. So pick up the phone right now. Call 513-572-5757 and you'll be good to go. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230. 
513 is the area code. And let's see, who am I going to next here? Let me find out. Let's go to uh, let's go to Twin. Twin and White Lion, Rick Jr. and Cecil Tom. Oh, we got Cecil Tom. Go ahead, Twin. I know you go rush me though, but I'm gonna make it a little bit. Hey, um, you 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 remind me of in the Bible and stuff. I know it was a uh, church was Wednesday, but I gotta bring it out. Congratulate you. You know that scripture? I think it was Matthew 18. I think it was like the 19th to 20th verse when he said, two or three are gathered in my name and God's in the midst." Uh huh. And that's that referred me to you. It was you and that lady, and you see how God used you to help that lady out yes, for her son. Yes, yes. And people don't believe in the Bible, and this is an example of what you just did and what the Bible revealed. So I congrats, congratulate you for that, Lincoln. You good for something for a couple oh, hours. I, I, for I, thank, thank you for saying I'm good for something. Because normally, hey, I got to give you credit. People say I'm good for but, nothing. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> hey, that was a blessing, though, man. It it really was, and I had thought about. I know somewhere in the Bible it says something about that, and and that was brought to my attention and stuff. So, Cause Lincoln, I remember they about to throw me in a uh, sig, man. The uh, uh-huh. and when I was in a joint, we was playing basketball, so it was child time afterwards, and old school came around the corner. So I'm behind him, and he hit the corner of the, uh, the wall. And he uh, was having a heart attack. So I'm like, hey, hey, guard, get over here, man. T.O., get over here. And then uh, he's like, Twin, what you doing? One of the guys like, what you doing? You play too much. I'm like, no, this is serious, Joe. Come over here. So I say, guard, get over here. So he said, we going to call the president. I say, you don't know CPR now? <laughs> so I'm bamming on his chest and all that. And I'm cussing the guard out. They're going to try to lock me up. So uh. they put me in there. I fought and I won my case, man. Got my time back for uh-huh. helping a man out, not cuss the CO out because he didn't know CPR. He didn't want to touch the man. Mm. Uh, but he he eventually, like a couple of hours later, and then they, they came back at about nine o'clock. I remember he passed away, man. But it was it was just my point, man. Helping them out. That's what really pissed me out. Them guards don't care about you, man. But thank God for you and that lady, especially for uh, holding her fork down and everything stopping stopping you before you uh left the building it was god's work well Cecil you, thomas so you believe uh, in god Cecil thomas made the right calls and uh oh i'm glad we were able to get a hold of him and he made some calls and made things happen hey twin thanks for your call and hopefully i'll see you now huh? hopefully i'll see you next friday Man, oh, Lord, where I'll be there, but you sure rush me off this phone, man. <laughs> okay, what I else do you preach, have? Man. Do you have anything else on the Fridays? Uh, hey, yeah, Twitter. that major dude, man. I don't Who? know, man. He probably get uh, he probably get found guilty. Oh, man. oh, the major, like, yeah, yeah. He, he uh, like he was on some pimping stuff, man. I want you to be like Coretta Scott and Michelle yeah, Obama yeah. and everything. Yeah, man, he crazy. All right, yeah. man, I ain't gonna hold you up since you want to rush me and everything, <laughs> man. I'm you've been on mad. like you've been on almost four minutes. Uh, I don't twin. get on three minutes. I got your clock what right ta- here. What does too. the clock say? What does the clock say, Raven? What does his clock say? How long? Don't co sign for him, Raven. It's Friday. <laughs> I'm just telling you. mad as hell. Bad, man. Thanks for your call. He see, people. He had only been on for three minutes. <laughs> yeah, see, I know. He was going on into four. It was close to four. But the average talk time is two minutes, two and a half minutes <laughs> for talk like, radio. I know. I know. I know, I know. It takes them two minutes to 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 even say what they're calling for. 
Let's uh, go to Cecil Thomas. Cecil, who, who who's kind of long-winded himself. What's up, Cecil? <laughs> I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> well, listen, uh, uh, I just want to uh, help folks understand exactly how everything went down. Some folks are saying well, Cecil, on, on Facebook, they're saying Cecil Thomas believed the prison system or whatever and made it plot I was covering for the system. Well, what exactly happened was is that uh, when Mom reached out to me and I spoke to her, that's when I said, well, let me reach out to the system. That's when I called the liaison. Now, folks have to understand that liaison does not work in the prison system. She works for the, uh, for the governor out uh, of the governor's office, and she intervenes in issues that legislators bring to them. So she, when I called her, that's when she said, well, let me check. So she called and checked uh, the London uh, Correctional Facility, and they told her pretty much the same thing, that, okay, he's okay, da-da-da-da-da. So uh, I said, well, let me call the mother back and tell her that uh, the liaison is checked and everything's okay. But the liaison didn't go check directly with him. She just uh, spoke about what the uh, prison was saying. Exactly. Yeah. So I got mom on the phone. Mom said, oh, I just talked to him 10 minutes ago, and he's screaming and in pain. I said, wait a minute. Something ain't right here. So I called the liaison back. I said, uh, ma'am, uh, they, uh, I just talked to the mother. Uh, and I said, first of all, when did you talk to the uh, prison system? She said, it's been about an hour and a half ago. I said, well, I just talked to the mother uh, after I talked to you, and it's been, she said, 10 minutes that she had just talked to him. So, I, I, so the liaison then said, well, I'm not sure what's going on either. So I said, let's get you, I said, would you agree to speak directly to the mother on a three-way call from my office? She said, by all means. So I set that up, but in the meantime, it took me about an hour and a half to get that all set up because I had, uh, had meetings. So in the meantime, the liaison went and did some homework on her own. So when mom got back, finally we got all three together, and mom's, mom said, she told mom that, okay, we're going to have a, 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 uh, someone go over and directly mm-hmm. from medical to, to look and talk yep. to the young man. Okay. That's when uh, the uh, medical folks realized, okay, what well, is the problem here? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, then things started to roll in the right direction. And, and that, in other words, what I'm trying to tell folks is, is that I didn't give up just because they said he was okay. Mm-hmm. It was still too much confusion. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that mom had to direct contact with someone who was not part of the prison system, who was a liaison, who, who does the inter- intervening, if there are problems from the community. And that's, that's how that got solved. Now, there probably needs to be some additional uh, questions asked as to why yeah. were they saying he was mm-hmm. okay. Yep. And now, somebody needs to clean that up. Yep, somebody needs to talk to whoever was saying he was okay. He needs to answer some questions, whoever that person Absolutely. was. And that's what I'm going to instruct the liaison to do. Uh, to do the further investigation to find out because the liaison said that uh, she even said I could uh, uh, she had talked to the warden about it. So somewhere in there, there's a breakdown, and we need to know where. Yeah. Because yep. how many others are in there in pain and they're saying they're okay? You know, we don't want that. He he, he probably not the first one. That's for sure. 
Well, you know, and, and see, I don't want to indict anybody at this point. I just need to know exactly who said he was okay and why did they say he was okay when, they, when, they, uh, when the examiner looked at him, the medical examiner, and realized this young man needs to be rushed immediately to the hospital because uh, he could have died in there, uh, whatever the case could have happened. So anyway, that's how that all went down. If somebody calls my office, you can guarantee that I'm going to get to the bottom of it uh, and make sure that people get the proper treatment. They, they treat it just like anybody else, yes, uh, well, yes. whether you're a prisoner or whatever. So that's, uh, but I'm glad she reached out to you, yeah, yeah. which allowed it. Then you, know, then you and I connected, and we got it all done. All right. So, uh, let's... And so anybody out there saying Cecil Thomas just listen to it, no, I didn't. <laughs> now you did. You definitely you got it moving. That's for sure. When you call the liaison from uh, the state representative's office to call the prison, and that's when the ball started rolling. So, uh, uh, former state senator Cecil Thomas, you did a great job. <laughs> Appreciate you. Y'all have a merry Christmas. All right, <laughs> we'll talk to you. All right, that's us. Uh, former state senator. Cecil Thomas on his voicemail. He doesn't say state representative Cecil Thomas. He says, this is former state Senator Cecil Thomas. I'm like what's up with that? All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. We're going to take a break for news and then we'll come back and take more of your calls at 513-749-1230. It's the Lincoln Ware show 1230. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're till one o'clock this afternoon. Coming up at one, the Reverend Al Sharpton, keeping it real, keeping it real. All right, let's move along. Seven four nine twelve thirty five one three is the area code. It looks like uh, White Lion is up. White Lion. Or should I call you White Liar? How you doing? <laughs> oh, see, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today. But first, I'm going to talk about, hey, man, shout out to you and Cecil, man. After hearing that story, uh, I have nothing but the utmost respect for you guys. You guys are heroes. I mean, well, you guys did something to really save someone, man. Because like he said, he could have died in there. Yeah. And then that would have been and, another person and, and, we're and, listening as, to. As about quick as they got him out of there. And, to the hospital, as quick as they got him out of there and to the hospital and into surgery, that says he was really in bad shape. Well, you know, when people like you and Cecil start asking questions, people really start doing their jobs in those places. And that's what, you know what I mean? That's surprising to me. I mean, I think we can all agree that, you know, those people that work in those kind of facilities, they don't care about you. They don't care about, they, I mean, the yeah. videos I see of all the stuff going on in jail, yeah, like, yeah. It, that's sad, man. But, hey, man, shout out to you. For doing that, Lincoln, uh, you're a great dude, man, and I, you know I'm going to move on from that. You're a good dude, and you should be proud of yourself for that, man. Well, thank you, uh, sir. Second, now the other day when I called in, man, what's up with uh, when have <laughs> I ever lied to you, Lincoln? I just find it hard to believe a guy but, as big as yeah. you are. I mean, you're not a small guy that somebody's going to surround you and now, ask you, "Are like, you Jewish? Are you Jewish?" About that, like I just made that up. It just, like, it just I, sounds all the things so, I could be making up. I just made that story up. It, it just sounds so far fetched and That's right outside of That's the, why I felt the like Fifth when Third he Arena. Said to me he was being smart aleck to me, man. 
Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was weird, man. It was like how he said it. I was like, I'm like, I'm blown up. Like what? Like, and, and like when they surrounded me and my son, I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like see, it was the cocky see, you, you call yourself a so-called boxer. I mean, it seemed like you would have been ready to put your dukes up. Yeah, but least, when I'm sitting there with my son at a UC game, is that really what I, I'm there to do? Like, is that, no. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not there, I'm there but to you enjoy myself look, and relax. You would have made them feel like, hey, we better not say anything to this dude. Cause, well, you know, they've got a cocky attitude, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. He was on another, he was, it was disrespectful. It was cocky. It was disgusting. Like, it was. <laughs> Oh boy! But anyway, I don't ever lie. I'll t- I stand on business with you, Lincoln. I don't ever lie. I'll tell you the truth. You might not like it, but I'm gonna always tell you the truth. Second, right. hey, now hold up. Twin gave a description of me, and he didn't mean no disrespect. No disrespect <laughs> taken, Twin. Uh, I feel like you were spot on with it. Uh, no disrespect taken, man. Um, second or third, uh, Coney Island closing, man. Yeah, uh, for another music venue. I know, I know. We got. I think uh, at last count, we had eleven music venues in this town, and man, we didn't need another one. Man, I grew up at Coney Island. Man, went there all the time with my aunt and uncle because I always went to my aunt and uncle's on the weekend. They took me to Coney Island. I think I had my first kiss there, man. Remember the high dive they had? They had the basketball no, court inside Coney Island. Now you want to talk about some basketball games going on? The only time I ever went to Coney Island was uh, to ride the rides. Back in the day, the shooting man, star, that, that, was, that roller coaster. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Coney, I mean, that's it's a sad thing. Now, now, what do they expect for all? Like, oh, I mean, I guess we all going to go get Kings Island passes now. Uh, probably. Well, now, now this is this is what we have as far as music venues. We got the Andrew Brady Music Center at the banks. We got the yep. uh, the uh, what is it? The Heritage Bank Center. We got the Taft Theater. We got that new place Ovation over in Newport. We got the uh, 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 FC Cincinnati. They they're gonna start having concerts in their stadium. We got Paycor Stadium. They want no, more concerts. To ask you. Remember they Paycor. were talking. There was some kind of news going around where they were wanting to put one down there in the West End. You remember hearing about that? Like where they were gonna? Well, they wanted to they, put a, a a a replacement for the Heritage Bank Arena down in the West End. Yes. Okay. Now, do you think that goes hand in hand? Like they were like, oh, you know, the West End people are gonna be pretty mad if we do that. Let's just take. Is that is that what's going on here? Or what, I mean, well, I'm not sure. They, uh, the I mean, area you know, that they, I mean, nobody lives in the area where they wanted to put it. There's no residents okay. there. So right. Okay. Well, hey, you guys have a great Friday, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for your thank call. you. Thank you, Lincoln. All right. Unbelievable. How did Twin describe him? I can't recall. <laughs> Twin, but he said Twin was spot on, so there's no telling. And, yeah, we got the Ludlow Garage. We got the Hard Rock Casino. Uh, Man, I mean, we got so many entertainment venues now in this town. Can we support all of them? That's the thing. All right, let's go to Rick Jr. Rick Jr., how you doing? Well, pretty good. It's the weekend now. And listen, you, you were, that's two things. I'm talking about Williamsburg. You know, I bet you if the county went in there and did a thorough in the end inspection, they probably wound up. I mean, it would be, they probably found so many things wrong with that. Well, yeah, so that's why I'm saying. Wind up tearing the damn thing right. down well, anyway. either tearing it down or gutting the place and starting, mm-hmm. you know, from the frame and redo it. Other than mm-hmm. that, I think those people who are living there now in the end, They'll all mm-hmm. be gone. 
Because I know too, like I was telling you about the, uh, the fire department had already said it had no, it had, it had inadequate fire stops. And also, did you know that the uh, did, did that did that building have did it have uh, people living in, in the basement area or just the first floor? Is that I'm it? not sure. Down I'm to the not first sure. Floor? Well, I know. I just say the lower levels. At, at one point, uh, back in the seventies, uh, it had a hell of a flooding problem uh, down the lower level. So I don't know when that occurred. Oh, and nothing I wanted to mention. Uh, which you, you know, with old Hillary, you know now. You know, it, that election seemed like it was so long ago. You know, I forgot uh, who ran against Hillary. I said, doggone, that it was, was Donald Trump. Trump. I yeah. know it was Trump, yeah. So, you know what? You know, I, I said, you know, uh, <laughs> now that, that that election, obviously, it should it, it, it have turned out like it did. Now, if, if Hillary had done what she was supposed to do, now you remember uh, the, 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 the whiskey mess, you know, and when old Bill was up in front of the camera, in front of the press, and he was uh, talking down to the side of his head, well, you know, Hil- he was Hillary, apologizing Hillary, all that. Well, you know uh, what Hillary, Hillary should have done right my there? instructions as far as running a campaign. I told Hillary uh, to do that, and she didn't do it. That's my Bill Clinton yeah. voice. But you know, right, but you know what, you know what old, old Hillary should have done right after he got done with uh, telling them lies and, tell, you know, all, all about what happened with Lewinsky or that, or that other chick. Yeah. She what? what did you say? She should have run up to that mic. Did you say the S word? Oh my God! She should have run to that mic like she was getting ready to kiss him and knock the not hell out of him. And, and, and you know what? The sisterhood was a factor. And you know what? Uh, Trump would have had an ice cube chance in hell and winning that election because the sisterhood would have a hundred percent of them would have voted for old Hillary. Uh, and they would have said that a girl. Said they would have said that a girl. And, All right, uh, and, and we wouldn't be. And you know what? Trump probably would even drop. He probably would have even. He probably would have dropped out of the race even, because the sisterhood would have would have got stoned behind Hillary if she hadn't punked out and yeah. then stood behind well, her. Man I mean, Hillary like made did. some mistakes. She made some big mistakes. She listened to some people in her campaign that she shouldn't have listened to. So. Uh, uh, is but Dallas going to beat Buffalo this weekend? I need to know. Is Dallas going to beat Buffalo? Oh, oh hell yeah. Unless they, because they might just take them extra lightly. Uh, and, 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 and me thinking about uh, the playoff, I mean, that's what I'm afraid of. it might happen. But hell yeah, they should beat Buffalo. I mean, uh, B- Buffalo hasn't been uh, uh, playing too well this year, period. I mean, I think they beat, they beat Miami. They, they won some games that they shouldn't have won, but. That team has been overrated anyway this year. Okay. All right. Yeah. But don't you think, I mean, Hillary, but that was something personal. I mean, that wasn't because uh, she was following what the, the, the her marriages told her. She had yes, to she stand was. up to, for her, her sisterhood and, and, and knock the hell out of Bill, and, and maybe <laughs> she would have won that election. Oh, jeez. All right. Rick Jr., thanks for your call. Okay. Unbelievable. Now she... She ran the wrong type of campaign. She listened to her campaign advisors, and uh, she didn't connect with the people. She didn't connect with the people. She did not connect. So uh, there you have it. But, yeah, I'm looking at all these music venues that's available here in Cincinnati. Did we need another one? Did we need another one? 
I mean, FC Cincinnati said they're going to put on concerts in their arena. FC Cincinnati. And I forgot about the, you know, uh, the ovation over in Newport. They built that right along the time of the Andrew Brady Music Center. Do they have anything over there? I guess they have stuff. We just don't hear about it because it's not people who look like us performing over there. You got Great American Ballpark. They have concerts. Paycor, concerts. Ludlow Garage, concerts. Hard Rock Casino, Riverbend. You even got the Mason Tennis Center, and I believe they might start having some concerts out there. I don't know. I don't know. But I think we're oversaturated with concert venues. In this area. I just truly believe that. Too many. Speaking of concerts, I've got tickets to give away. And, uh, hey, we might as well give them away now. Might as well give them away now. I've got tickets for you to go see the gospel concert. Yeah. And is this the right one? Oh, yeah, the Hallelujah One, Hallelujah One Tour, One Hallelujah Tour, March 24th at the Andrew Brady Music Center. Yeah, one of our many music venues we have in the city. Oh, yeah, Tasha Cobb Leonard. Uh, you got Erica Campbell, Jonathan McReynolds, uh, Jacqueline Carr. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great, great show. And I'll give it to caller number four. Caller number four. Right now at 749-1230. Caller four. If you call her four, if you call her number four, I'll give you the tickets. Uh, 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Now, now see, do we have any lines available? I see, I didn't see anything. It's, I don't know. Do we have any lines available for them to call? Oh, okay. Let's go to, uh, you are calling number one. Sorry about that. Hello? You call it one, looking for number four. Thanks for your call. All right. You are caller number two. I'm looking for caller number four. Sorry. Hello. You are caller number three. I'm looking for caller number four. Sorry about your luck. You're so close. You're so close. All right. You are caller number four. What's your name? Yay. What's your name? This is Tony Hawkins. Tony Hawkins, you just won yourself a pair of tickets to go to the Hallelujah, the One Hallelujah Tour. All right. That is great. And that's coming up March 24th at the uh, Andrew Brady Music Center. And uh, you're going to see people like Erica Campbell, Tasha Cobb, Leonard, Leonard, and a host of others. How about that? Oh, wow. You've made my year. Where are you calling from? The west side is the best side. All right. The west side of town. All right. Well, tell me, what station just made you a winner? 1230. All right. Hold on, and we'll get some information from you. Thank you. All right. And in the meantime, while she's getting information, let's go to a break, and then we'll come back. Jackie, Ozzy, Mississippi James, and others holding on. 1230, The Buzz.
1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. It's Lincoln Ware on a Friday. The weekend is here. And uh, let's see. Oh, there's no wrap-up tomorrow. Uh, and uh, Raven will be on vacation all week. They'll be playing the best of. Yes. All right. There you go. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. And the real Terrence Howard will be in for Raven uh, producing this show next week. Yes. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. It looks like it is... Jackie, let's go to Jackie. Jackie, uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. What's on your mind, Jackie? Okay, I have a question. I I was trying to get in with um, Senator Tom, Thomas, Cecil Thomas. Yes, yes. Because I have some issues that are going on here in the Cincinnati justice system. And I'm trying to figure out what is the best route to go to assist my son. Well, see... Uh, what's what's the problem? Okay, my son. First of all, he was charged with an assault on a Springfield Township police officer. Oh boy. Well, well. After the grand jury reviewed the did the body cam and all that, they found that that was not true. He did okay. not. They did. They. I guess they call it ignored mm-hmm. those charges. Okay. They, they ignored those charges because they said they watched that video seven times and in no way did they ever see him assault that cop. Okay. So, so what did they charge him with? Your, so now they're charging him with resisting arrest and obstruction of official police business. Two misdemeanors. He is still in the Justice Center. Parole now because he was on parole. He was getting off parole. Mm-hmm. Now parole has a holder on him. Oh. Mm-hmm. My son has my son has been assaulted. He was just recently stabbed. He was the first stabbing in the justice center in over ten years. He just got stabbed two days ago in the justice center. Oh man! Yeah, have, have you seen him? Have you seen him? I have not seen. I have not seen him. What I did was because I could, I couldn't get into you know they can only do good things online yeah. video visits yeah. and stuff like yeah. that now. Uh-huh. So. I got a video visit scheduled this weekend, but I did contact Pastor Mingo and ask him if he could go in because that's my pastor and see and check on my child. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know the direct number down at the Justice Center, but if you could call a number that you could get to an operator or somebody human and ask to speak to a young lady by the name of Kyla Woods. Kyla Woods? Yes. Okay. And just tell her I told you to call and tell her your problems, and uh, she'll work something out for you. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate you. No problem. Let me know if you don't reach her. Let me know if you don't reach her. Yes, sir. I will. All right. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock. And at 1, of course. It's the re- I watched uh, what was that? Um, uh, uh, what was uh, uh, Loudmouth? Has, did anybody see Loudmouth? That is a very good uh, documentary type movie about Al Sharpton. 
If you haven't watched Loud Mouth, it was on TV. It was on Showtime again the other night. I watched that. Man, that's a good, that's a good documentary on Sharpton. Loud Mouth. Man, it was some stuff going on up in New York. Let me tell you. New York was off the chain. Off the chain. So if you haven't checked out Loud Mouth, check it out. Uh, it, it is something else. All right. Let's move along. Let's go to Ozzy. Ozzy, then Mississippi James. How you doing? Hey, Link, I'm doing good, bro. I hope you and the listening audience is doing fine. You uh, know, everybody's uh, fine. Yeah. White Lion called in crying about them mistaking <laughs> him for a Jew. I believe it's over at Xavier. No, that was that was at he would said he was going to a UC game. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to tell you an incident that happened over at Xavier since we're got a reason to cry. And that was I took some young ladies from Zone 15 to a basketball uh, Xavier basketball years ago. And uh, while there, some young black young ladies from, I believe it was Hughes, they introduced and let them come onto the floor. Mm-hmm. The, the audience at Xavier booed these young black ladies. Really? And the ladies that the young ladies that I took heard this. Mm-hmm. Now, black line, you being mistaken for a Jew, I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it, it doesn't break my heart. But them young, them young people at Xavier, booing at young black ladies who were, who were striving to get into a good college. Now, why did why did they boo them? Why did they boo them again? Why did they boo them? Lincoln, the only apparent reason was either because they were from Hughes High School or because they were all black. You got to choose which which excuse you want to use for. Wait, so they were introduced and then the booing start. What they were? Yes, it was at halftime. Okay, and they were introduced as uh, students who had the potential to attend Xavier College. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you hear about what? what's going on up in Miami and the racism and discrimination that up there in Oxford when it comes to one of the uh, sorority, or whatever they called for the women, the racism in America upper learning centers across our country is alive and well. Well, maybe this the- is why... Maybe the people booed the Hughes students because Hughes and UC are like right there together and they just, you put them apart of UC. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Keep blocking, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving you something. I'm trying to figure out reasons why they would have booed high school students at, at Xavier. I, that's, I'm Not just trying to come up with students. a reason. Young black women. Okay, so, so they were out of high school. They were still attending high school, but they okay. they were prospects well, they were, to. Well, they were high want, school students. With the prospect, that's what I'm saying. With the prospect of being able to attend, their their grades were and and was at the level that they were able to attend Xavier if they so choose to. And so, once again, Lincoln, the, you, I don't know if I didn't hear you speak about the racism that is reported this morning, of what's going on up in Oxford at Miami University. And when I heard the black lad, this boxer, this bad behind, 
and, and who's a big guy. And Mike Tyson told us about you big guys. Not all of y'all have a uh, big guy uh, chance. So <laughs> we ain't scared of you, Doc. Now, Link, here's yes. what the only thing else I want to say is, again, we got people calling in talking about Christmas. Christmas is for people who enjoy themselves and their loved ones. And it's a day that we set aside that pretty much we can do for the little ones. Yeah. You got, why is it that you want to take the joy that all the little kids that get to receive gifts or whatever they receive on Christmas Day and, and hearten their hearts the way yours is hardened? I can only think of one reason. I don't hear you laughing. So does that mean that you're so unhappy that you're one of those ones that misery loves company? Leave the young people, leave the children alone, let them enjoy life. You, we well, see how I mean, hard it is. Look, everybody's got their whole ideas about Christmas and what it means to them and and uh, all kind of stuff. So, you know, everybody have their opinion on how D- Jesus died on the cross or whether it was on a tree. Uh, you, you know, so, you know, Christmas is no different. So what can you say? If you enjoy it, enjoy it. And if others don't enjoy it, let them not enjoy it. Simple as that. Live and let live. The, the only way that you'll know what about Jesus is in your heart. So All right. I'll leave it at that. Ozzy, thanks for your call. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. It's the Lincoln Ware Show. 1230, the buzz. Otis Redding, does it get any better? Dreaming oh, oh, why? Why Christmas? Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. We're with you till one o'clock, and there's a lot going on around the tri-state, the nation, and the world. We're taking your calls five one three seven four nine twelve thirty. I think the next caller. It looks like it's Mississippi James. Oh, the Dukester. What's up, Dukester? That's right. It's Friday. And uh, uh, are you having that Sunday Soul Buffet? Well, you better hurry up. No, Lincoln is every Sunday. But yes. first, good morning to you, Lincoln, and uh, very pleasant. Good morning, Buzz listeners. It's Friday, my favorite day of the week. Yes. Maybe it's because it's my payday, or maybe it's because I'll get a chance to see all the bus listeners coming in to take advantage of the big fish sale at the Dukesters all day today. Now, I'll tell you more about that in just a minute. But first, Lincoln, I want to tell you about the best news I've heard all day. And that is tomorrow night at the Chocolate Fair at the Sharonville Convention Center, drinks are going to be on you all night. <laughs> You're right. Hey, when I heard that, Lincoln, I said, oh, that's my dog. That's my cat. I don't know where you heard that, but if you heard that somewhere, uh, tell them they're a liar. <laughs> well, Lincoln, uh, it's a rumor I just started about 15 minutes ago. You may not have heard it, but uh, like I said, uh, folks, if you need tickets for the chocolate fair, tomorrow night at Chamville Convention Center, we still have them at the Dukester, so stop on by. And uh, get yours. And don't forget, the Dukester has live jazz tomorrow night from 7 to 10. The Jazz Renaissance Band will be on board. And it's only $5 at the door. It's BYOB, lots of food and fun. Hope to see you there. 
Now on the Dukester's menu for today, Lincoln, is our corned beef and cabbage with candied yams and fried okra. Or check out our 12-ounce ribeye steak meal with potato salad, collard greens, and cornbread. You know we've got the best country fried chicken in town, and it comes with baked beans and macaroni salad. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our big fish sale. Buy the first one at regular price and get the second one half price. And folks, we have whiting, catfish, cod, tilapia, and perch. And you get to choose your own two sides. Plus, you'll get those delicious grilled peppers and onions and hush puppies. Folks, we'll see you at the Deuster. And, uh, Lincoln, I'm going to take you up on those free drinks. Right. I'm going to look for you to have a drink in your hand for me. Uh, Jack Daniels or Crown Royal. Sometimes they don't have Crown Royal at those events. So if they got Jack Daniels, I'll take a Jack Daniels instead. Well, maybe I better call ahead and make sure they have it for you. All right. All right. I'll see you you tomorrow night, Dukester. You got it. The Chocolate Affair. All right. That's the Dukester. And uh, don't forget the Sunday Soul Buffet. I might stop by there Sunday. There's no bingo game Sunday. So I have a chance to stop by for the Sunday Soul Buffet. All right, let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to my man, Mississippi James. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. James, how you doing? Man, man, you are tough. When you can spell it better, backwards, <laughs> you eat even better. <laughs> What's up? Hey, Lincoln, I just want to give kudos to you and Cecil Thomas, you know, well, for your you. quick action helping that guy in jail, prison, wherever he was. Uh, he was in prison. In, right. Back in 2007, I had a sister to collapse in the prison while taking a shower. Mm. And that's, that's where she ended up dying at. Wow. And the other inmates reached out to us as the family and they were saying they let her lay in there so long before, you know, they gave us some assistance. So, you know, and they were just reaching out, telling us that. They said, oh, it was a long time before they got in there, before they got the paramedics in there. But she didn't stand a chance. Yeah. So that was yep. back in 2007. So that's good. And we got to do more of this stuff because those prisons and jails, hey, they're off the hook, man. They're yep. off the hook. That's true. That's true. Unbelievable. So uh, let's see, Mississippi in trouble again, putting a 10-year-old kid behind bars for urinating behind his mother's car. Hey, man. That's, you know, we used to say uh, uh, school to prison pipeline. Yeah. But they get them any kind of way they can to get them, get a record on yep. them, get them in mm-hmm. juvenile. Yep. You know, I'll be going down, uh, mon- I think it's Monday about a program, you know, to help the juvenile. I'm down in Mississippi now, you know. Oh, you are? Okay. Where are you right. now? What city? Uh, Meridian. Okay, okay. Yep, so down I got a Meridian, Mississippi. My... Yep, yep. So we down here still trying to, you know, you, it, it's a twofold thing. You got to work with the system, plus you got to work with the individual that don't want to be a part and don't want to change their ways because they've just been, they've been uh, uh, I don't know what term to use, but they just don't trust anything, you know. And some of them got reason not to trust, but when you're trying to help them, you know, it, it's hard. So you got to build up that trust first 
to even be able to help them to yeah. even work against the system. So it's like a three-level, <laughs> yeah, three-tier yep. cake that you're trying to work on, you know. So it's not an easy thing, but we got to keep on doing it. Got to keep on doing it. I hear you. I hear you, Mississippi James. All right, bro. I'm gonna let you go. I just want right. kudos for you and Cesar. All right. Well, thanks for your call, Mississippi James. Will you be in town next Friday? No, I won't get okay. back until um, after Christmas, end of March. Okay. Oh man, end of March. Well, I guess this is the time to be down there with the warm weather, so you're good to go. Yeah, that's what I do. Spend my winters down here. Yeah, and then run back and forth. Okay. Because you know, I have a house here that I have to operate, so I just do a, as they say, do a citizenship. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the weather's not hey. too bad down. What is about sixty degrees down there today? Yeah, 60? right at sixty. Okay. With nice sunshine. That. Okay. Hey. Hey, long as I don't try to vote in both states. You know, <laughs> right. Be, all right. Right. Okay. All right. And technically, there is a way you can do it, but I've seen so many people get challenged. That yeah, it's really I, not I wouldn't worth even. It, it's not know? even worth it. If I were you, I would vote in Mississippi. They need every vote they can down there. Well, I haven't moved my residence back oh, down here yet, okay. but that's, all right. that's coming eventually. I will. All right. Well, we don't want Donald Trump coming after you. Mississippi James, so <laughs> vote where you registered. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, then. Thank you. All right, uh, 749-1230, 513 is the area code. Mississippi James's line is available if you want to jump on that. And uh, he's uh, uh, Mississippi James always on the case fighting for the residents of Mississippi. And like I say, they, yeah, they... If he had a choice of where he could vote, uh, I think they need his vote down to Mississippi more than any place. If every black person in Mississippi voted, uh, they'd have a black governor probably. I don't know. want to tell you a little bit about Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Dedicated Senior Medical Center, three locations. They've got one on Reading Road right there in Roseline. Right uh, near the Valley Shopping Center, you know, right there where celebrities used to be. It's right across the street from there. That's the one in Roseline. Then they've got one over on Corain Avenue in Mount Airy. Yeah. And then they've got one on the west side of town, Glenwood Crossing. I mean, Glenway Crossing. So no matter what part of town you live in, hey, they can take. And if you can't make it to a doctor's appointment, they've got that telehealth. You can see the doctor over your computer and talk to the doctor just like you would if you were in the doctor's office. Oh, yeah. So seniors, if you don't think you're being treated like you're supposed to be treated at your doctor, you need to pick up the phone and call 513-572-5757. That's 513-572-5757, Dedicated Senior Medical Center. And they've got activities for seniors, all kind of things going on over there. And then when you go to see the doctor on your way out, they've got some fantastic snacks. Oh, yeah. I load up on the snacks when I go. And you're not supposed to, but I get maybe an extra this or an extra that every now and then. Huh? So it all, it all adds up. Huh? A dedicated Senior Medical Center. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Now, uh, Rhonda Bear, okay, let's go to a break and then we'll come back. 749 1230 
513 is the area code. The Lincoln Wear Show, 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your chalk station, Lincoln. We're with you, and let's see. Did we go to now? I thought Jack was. These days go awfully fast, but I could have sworn Jack was on yesterday. Was it Wednesday? Maybe it was. I don't know. Jack. Hey Lincoln. Hey, listen real quick. Uh, you talked about. Uh, Did you call me uh, yesterday or was it Wednesday? Uh, what's her name gave me a Christmas pass because I need to tell you something really important, and you're going to love this. It's a documentary on basketball out of Maryland. There's a county over there, and I want to say it's Prince George County. Okay. It, man, it's on uh, Alta Fiber. It's on Showtime. you got to watch this program. They they do a segment on Lenny Bias, and you're talking about a phenomenal guy that would have made an impact in the NBA. Uh, he, they, they've got... Uh, High school clips of him and college man, that guy was phenomenal. But uh, this this Prince George County, they they make it their business to try to help the kids. They've got one of the best basketball park systems in the nation. And well, yeah, got that's all this sort of like vintage. the Black County, Prince George's County. So, is that a Black County? Yeah, over yeah, there? it is. It is, yeah, and yeah. It, you, it's amazing how many young men has been developed in that and, you know, how they really take their coaching and their basketball series All right. and how I'll many how many out. guys went to the NBA just out of that little county. I'll check it out. Oh, if you get the chance to watch it, man, it's phenomenal, especially right. at Lenny, Lenny Bias. One of the things that I found amazing, Larry Bird said uh, if uh, Boston Celtics didn't sign Lenny Bias, he didn't want to play for the Celtics anymore. Oh, I, I, find, I find that pretty incredible. Yes, yes. All right. All right, brother. Merry Thanks Christmas. for your call, Jack. And uh, don't blame me. He said Raven gave him a free pass. <laughs> that man just told you a bold-faced lie. I ain't say nothing like that. <laughs> That's why I kept talking to him. He said, oh, she gave me a Christmas pass because this is very important. Oh, boy. Okay, so the next time he calls, he's going to be penalized. He's not even going to get on the next time he calls. He's gonna yeah, get he on lied. He told a bold-faced lie because I ain't say nothing like that. He's going to get on and then I'm going to tell him, you can't talk today because you lied the last time. All right, so that's what happened to him. Yeah. All right, 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And, of course, at 1, it's Reverend Al Shopton, keeping it real, keeping it real. All right, let's go to Rhonda Berry, then Blade. Rhonda? How you doing today? Rhonda Berry. How are you today? I'm doing great. What's up? I just got a, I just got some calls and, and text messages blowing my phone up about your show and a story that you just broke and about the owner oh, yeah. of About the owner? Yeah, uh, pleading guilty yes. to federal charges. Yes. Yes. Lincoln, thank you, thank you, thank you. You have been a humongous supporter. Please do not stop doing what you do. Um, what I can say is to all of the listeners, the organization, the hard work, put it in because we knew that what was going on at Williamsburg was wrong. 
And now my challenge is to the city and to legal aid. What are you going to do for the residents when they are federally guilty of $169 million of mortgage mortgage fraud? How do you take care of us? Well, and those I, I, residents and, that are still there, you need to get out. They're saying this is not going to affect the Williamsburg and the city's lawsuit against them. It's not it going to have any effect to. on that at all. We need an effect. So yeah. now I'm I'm fighting for an effect. We need an effect. We deserve an effect. Yeah. but we And I was saying, now, I don't know, you probably don't agree with me, but I was saying I think in the end, Everybody that's living in the Williamsburg now will probably end up moving uh, sooner than later because I just don't see how they can fix those places up and repair them with people living in there. It's just so Lincoln re- is already almost fifty percent empty. Okay, good. Okay, oh, people people getting you housed in the middle of the night, getting out of dodge. They finding okay. some place to go in this housing shortage. Okay. That's good. And I'm glad I, to hear and that. I, and I praise them for that. But those that are still there, you need to go. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But we need to figure out how do we make this applicable to pay the residents that went through all of this. Mm-hmm. We have to figure it out. We deserve yes. re- re- something because we live in hell at Williamsburg. I hear you. So, I, but I want to thank you. If I, I really lived in Williamsburg right now and it was in the condition it was in, I would save. I I, I just would almost. I mean, it's going to take. It would take probably months for them to evict people out of there. And I don't know where that stands, but I would almost save at least three months worth of rent if you could stay there that long without being evicted and My save that to get out of there. Are, they are filing evictions. In the next couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. That's the last I I officially heard because, unfortunately, but fortunately, I did resign from the Residents Association. Yes. Because residents stopped showing up to meetings and participating. Yeah. I guess they're busy trying to get out of there. Well, look, I got to run. I don't have a lot of time, but, uh, hey. Uh, hopefully those people are able to get some kind of compensation for their problems and all this stuff, and we'll see what happens. Absolutely. I'm still right. fighting with you, Lincoln. I'm still Rhonda fighting. Barry, thanks for your call. Okay. All right. You all right. Uh, let's move along. Let's go to my good friend, Alicia Reese, who will be down at the uh, Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame today at 5. Is it 5.30 or 5 o'clock? 5.30. 5.30 to 7.30. Yes, with Bootsy Collins. Yes, uh, all people probably. You and a lot of people. Bootsy Collins uh, has uh, produced and written a song for the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame, and he's going to unveil it today. It's got Zap in it, and I haven't heard all of it, but I'm excited about it. And uh, so everybody come down 530 to 730 uh, for the unveiling. It's his international unveiling of the new song for the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. And uh, he's going to do it kind of like Dick Clark does those, used to do those New Year's Eve. So he'll be out there. We'll have music. We've got hot cocoa. Uh, it's going to be a, a great time. And uh, we're going to also, uh, at that time, they're also celebrating that we've had 22,000 people who've come through 
the Walk of Fame. And Lincoln, that's big considering we don't have any marketing yes, behind yes. it since the grand opening. So everybody come out. It's free, 530 to 730. Uh, Bootsy will be there, and I'll be there. And uh, Lincoln, hopefully you'll be there. We'll have everybody I'll be there. there. I will be there. Come on out. And uh, the Q kids are going to be there. It's going to be a, a big thing. DJ on the one. Music, dancing. They got a new line dance. They're going to close on bail. What's it called? Do you know the name of it? Uh, the name of the, of the song? The line dance. Oh, they're going to name it tonight. Oh, okay. Name it tonight. Okay. 30. They got a new dance. That's all we need is another line, line dance. <laughs> yes, we need another line dance. Uh, so Gucci's song is gonna be it's gonna be great. Uh come out. That's really big time to have that uh Bootsy Collins doing a, a song for the Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. So we invite everybody to come out, Lincoln. And Lincoln is we're still in the fight. Uh we got the budget done and it's just you know, it was very, very tough. Well, yes, yes. Black Music Walk of Fame. Yeah, I, saw, and, I couldn't uh, see that. Vi- I couldn't open up that video for some reason. But uh, what happened with that yesterday? It got hot and heavy. It got hot and heavy. So when people think, oh, it's so easy, well, it's hard. Because you've got your operating, ongoing operating uh, maintenance for the Walk of Fame. And Lincoln, I found a way to do it where it doesn't come out of any general tax dollars, doesn't come out of people's uh, home property taxes. It would be in a restricted fund, and African American projects never get in the restricted fund. Right, right. You go to the restricted fund, they say, "Oh, that's where that's where we got the parking uh, garages." You go to the restricted fund, oh, that's where we're putting the Bengal Stadium and the Red yeah, Stadium. Yeah. You go to a restricted fund, oh, we we do thirty million dollars from over the Rhine uh, uh, garage, but we're going to put it in restricted. And they always run say, "We in the restricted fund." Convention Center, oh, don't worry about it. It's in the restricted fund. African-Americans, since I've been on, I, and I've been on a lot of budgets for almost 20-plus years, whether city, state, county, we're never in the restricted funds. And restricted funds, when you get in there, you in there almost for yeah. life. Right, so right. So I thought to have us in the restricted fund called the Hotel Motel Tax, a.k.a. the TOT, Transient Occupancy Tax. So when they say, oh, we're in the TOT, we're going to do the convention center from the TOT. The TOT is the wholesale motel tax that we take in. And let me say that the music festival, for many, 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 many years, it still is the number one weekend yes. on an ongoing basis. And last year, some people said, I didn't like the lineup. Even with people not liking the lineup, guess what they did? $9.6 million we took Gee. in. From a festival year that wasn't our, you know, wasn't a big mm-hmm. year for the festival. Yeah, yeah. Now we got some new people that just got announced, and everybody, everybody's going to be more, more coming. It. Oh yeah. In. So nine point six million dollars, Lincoln. I said, listen, let's since the African Americans are coming in on that weekend, and it goes into that tot, it goes into the hotel motel tax. Let's put that toward the maintenance to fund the Black Music Walk of Fame. For forever. And so I, I found it. They were kind of like, how did she find it? <laughs> so then when I did it, here comes Driehouse. Denise Driehouse said, oh, no, I want 50% to go back to the Convention of Visitors Bureau. Oh. Well, the Convention of Visitors Bureau already gets $8 million, already gets $11 million they got in reserve. Now, we ain't got no dollars over here mm. for the Walker Bank. And Ooh. we're only one black project on the bank where there's no black businesses 
we're bringing in the most money from the festival, and now you want us to cut 50%. So I said, okay, well, I'll go 50%. I got one 50%. Then she said, oh, no, because as the tot grows, as more people come and book our hotels, Music Fest weekend, et cetera, those dollars would go to the Walk of Fame. And, you know, we're going to have more costs. We've got to upgrade. And that would fund the Black Music Walk of Fame permanently. I went yes. for permanency. Oh, no, she had to come in. We got to cut that. Uh-uh, <laughs> we can't have permanency. I wanted oh. to be funded when I'm long gone. Uh-huh. And they yeah. never do that for black projects. And then jump up and say, I, 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 I got a problem with you pointing this out. No, I thought I'm going to tell the people. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the real story. And so we got into it, and uh, the good part is because I did put it in the top, we got 10 years. But, Lincoln, I want something to go beyond my years. That, that stadium is up 20, 20 years. I wasn't even the county commissioner, and I got to deal with the stadium, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't here. And so they voted. we voted for $39 million for the stadium, and then right after the stadium, we get to the Black Music Walk of Fame. We ain't asking for $39 million. You say, we want to cap it, and then uh, Commissioner Duma, she gets up and says, well, they should be happy they're getting 350000 <laughs> But we didn't say that to the Bengals. They right. should be happy they're getting $39 million. This is so true. I got a different mindset. I, All right. I want one set of rules, but the good news is we are uh, funded. We're going to keep being funded, but we're going to keep the fight. I just want people to know this is not an easy thing. This is a fight, and right. every time we got to fight, and it's unfortunate when it comes to African Americans, we can't get nothing. We can't get no long-term deals. We can't get no permanent deals. Even on the construction down there, Lincoln, they got lifetime deals. These people will be able to do these uh, bid. Don't even have to keep bidding. They got a bid as long as we gonna be right. building. They got the. Contract. They got the job. So, Unbelievable. Anyway, I just wanted to take you that, Lincoln. I know you gotta go, but tonight we are gonna celebrate with Bucci College. I hope to see everybody down there five thirty. At the Cincinnati Black Music I'll be Walk there at 5.30. I'll see you, Alicia. See you 5.30, Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame. We'll talk to you later. All right. Let's take a break for news, and then we'll come back on the other side, 12.30, The Buzz.